Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Angel of Words podcast. I'm your host, Angel of Words. And uh, before we get started, don't forget to click on that notification bell, like, share, follow, but especially share, share, share these messages. They're important. You could also uh, catch us on all social, uh, all, on all podcast platforms. Uh, you can catch our exclusive content at uh, www.aowent.com. And if you want to leave a donation to the Angel of Words podcast, it is Cash App, A-O-W-N-Y-C. Now today, visiting us here all the way from Minnesota, we have the founder of the social media app, Wujabi, Miss Nick J. Miss J, hello. How are you? Thank you for joining us here today on the Angel of Words podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here because it's not often that I get someone that's changing the face of a social media apps and you've created an app called Wujavi. And you know what? I'm going to let you tell us what Wujavi is, you know? Okay. Um, Wujavi is a social and wellness app that directly match people according to the demographic that they choose. So if you're going through any adversities or you have unique interests, Wujabi will match you directly to those group of people. And it's so that you can create a journey. And as your journey changes, your demographics can change too. I just wanted to make it an easier way for people to connect directly to the support that they needed. So if you have bipolar or if you are into ghost hunting, it's made so easy for you to just go on the app, click, I have bipolar. I want to talk to other people that have bipolar so we can relate and it'll connect you directly to them. Or if you're into tarot reading, it'll connect you directly to the people that do tarot reading. Or if you want to get your tarot read, it connects you directly to those people. This is insane. I I love this premise because, you know, it, you guys dig into some taboo situations. You know, while I was, you know, revising the app and playing with it a little bit, I see that, you know, you connecting people that, you know, may have HIV with one another and they're having a hard time meeting someone. Like, you go deep. Like, not a lot of, you know, social media apps don't go in this deep. It's all aesthetic. This is like a more profound version of a social media app. What made you want to do it in this manner? Well, Wujabi originally started from when one of my friends named PJ was involved in the house massacre. Um, He was over there helping his best friend move, and the best friend's ex-girlfriend baby father popped up he popped up he was angry he burst through the door and he said he some like angry words and so everybody ran upstairs to this bedroom trying to hide from him but there's nowhere to hide when you're in a bedroom and so he shot every single person in the house and um my friend got shot six times he got shot in the head in the chest in the groin in the arm and in the leg, I believe. I'm probably missing one, but he got shot a lot of places. And so he, he like, um, fainted because of the shot. And that's what probably saved his life because they thought that he was dead as well as everyone else in the house. When he woke up, he saw that everybody was executed. He made sure that he shot everybody in the head to make sure that they were dead. Um, He woke up, his two friends were on top of each other, like basically cradling each other. And the other people in the house were downstairs shot, like in the living room and kitchen. Um, He was too scared to go completely throughout the house. So he jumped out of a window and he ran two blocks. He collapsed in front of the Salvation Army. But luckily there was an ambulance that was driving by that saw him when he collapsed and that's what saved his life. And so after I was looking for him, I'm like, man, I really haven't heard from PJ. That, that's not normal. Usually I hear from him like every two weeks, once a week. Um, but I didn't hear from him. And then it was like, it must've been like three to six months later or maybe two months later, two months later, he called me 
and told me that he was involved in a house massacre. And um, he could, he, the only thing he could remember was my phone number because it was long term. It was like your wow. long term memory. Wow. So he remembered my phone number and he called me and he was like, you're not going to believe what happened to me. And I was like, what happened? Like, you just went MIA. And he was like, I did not go MIA. I was involved in a house massacre. So then I was like, oh my gosh, like, what happened to you? I need to, like, come see you. So um, some time went by, I think, like, two months, because he still needs to do some recovery. So I finally saw him. And when I saw him, he explained to me how he got shot, which you can also find on my... um his story on the Wujavi app, he talks about how he got shot and how many times. And when I saw him, he was telling me about all the things that he was going through, how like he has to have a metal plate in his head because half of his skull was, um, was blown out and they have to keep taking the metal plate in and out because the metal plate keeps causing infections. So he had that issue going on. He had nightmares. He was angry. He had PTSD. He had seizures. He can't stand like strong smells. Um, his short-term memory is very, very um, foggy. Um, he also have like digestive problems as well as just an, an array of like survivor's guilt as well. So, and he's also dealing with body positivity because he was a very dapper, very handsome guy. We call him a ladies' man because he could probably get any girl he wanted because he was just that cool with it. But now he has, he's like this person that's trapped in this new body. And I couldn't relate to him and it broke my heart. So that's when we decided to work on, you know, the finalized Wujabi. That's when we were like, you know what? We're going to do that. And this my happened best to him in Minnesota, right? Yes, it happened in St. Paul, Minnesota. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, man. Wow. And then, you know, I, and I see that there's a lot of these stories, different types of stories. You know, there's, you know, what you're doing is extremely brave and interesting because you're having, you're keeping it real. You know, everybody always talks about keeping it real, but you've created a platform where your the reality, stark realities are out in the open and you don't know, I feel like you don't lo longer have to. You know, because people don't like having uncomfortable conversations. They like to push things off to the side to the last moment. Like, this is where, like, you can come and be honest up front and get that monkey off your shoulder and then try to, like, to, like, connect with people, you know, and forget about that and actually start to get to know each other and what you're really about, you know? Exactly. That's why we have journaling on the app as well. People get really in-depth. Like, we had a lady on there who her son her own son and his girlfriend shot her grandbaby five times and she told the story on how that felt through her journal and um we have people on there that deal with bipolar and they tell about their struggles of bipolar you can tell when they're in a manic stage on the app as well because they'll just post 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 and we'll act because we're such a knit tight-knitted family on the world like, we're not just a social app. We're a family. That's why we call it a Wu family. And we'll sit there and cope you through it and support you through it. And then once you get over that, whatever adversities you're going through, you get to also go into your interests as well and connect the people there. Connect the people that's into cryptocurrencies and stocks. Connect the people that do podcasts. Connect the people that do hair, nails, and makeup. So it's not just adversities, it's your talents and interests as well that connects you. Because you're not just your hardships, you're also your talents. You're also exactly. so much more. So we just wanted to give you a way to connect in all aspects of your life without you trying to search all over social media, getting the best highlights of people. Because that's what they yeah. post. You only <laughs> see people highlights. That's a fact. You, you don't see their struggles of like yeah. having you know, yeah. so like people come on here and they're really authentic and 
the reason why they like it so much is we don't have likes on there. We don't have followers on there because we did so much research that was saying all these people were killing themselves because they validate their whole self-worth from social media. If you you were getting 10,000 likes and now all of a sudden you get 1,000, it's like your whole self-worth is down a drain. But people don't understand those are their highlights of their lives. That's not their life. But when you're getting instant gratification and the the notifications make you addicted, you get addicted to those likes. You get addicted to those followers. You get addicted to those views. And before you know it, you're losing yourself trying to please the world, you know? On here, you don't wow. have that. Wow. What you are doing is absolutely sin sensational like honestly because there is a lot of body dysmorphia there's a lot of young kids that are killing each other you know i had a a conversation on the podcast about that that's going to be released soon and it's like you know it's it's real out there are you part of the text i mean uh, did you grow up in the tech space did you study the tech space no i i really just followed i did some i did not grow up in the tech space but I wanted to create history as well because mm-hmm. being a minority in a saturated, rich, white, male space, I, I, I felt that though, as though it was my, my destiny, my journey, my purpose to break into that space to help heal minority people as well. You know, like if you if you go out on many of these apps, they're not they they're rarely black owned. Like we never seen that. And being no. a person of color, it needs to be we need to have a presence. It's like um if you didn't less than two percent, Nick J. Less than two percent of minorities. That that aren't that, and I'm talking about black and Latino. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I'm you know I'm just talking about black and Latinos. There is no black and Latinos in the tech space. Less than two percent of the of us are in the tech space. You know what I mean? Most of the minorities come from the Asian and the Middle Eastern community right. in the tech space. And that that's exactly correct. And in the black people that are in the tech space, is that they use black and Latino spaces. You blackpeople.com, latino.com, um. Black people meet, um, Latino people meet. That is owned by Match.com. <laughs> like people don't understand that they use yeah. they use the face. Even Clubhouse use the yeah. face of Black and Latino people to sell to make Clubhouse more appealing to younger people. Because you know that started out as just a tech talk place, basically yeah. like. TED Talk for the for the elites and people in tech world down in Silicon Valley to communicate. Facts. So that's why I'm saying like it was so important. I feel like it was destiny for me to do it. I have no backing. I I pay one hundred percent out of my pocket to produce this free app. And it, it's just crazy because like Mark Zuckerberg he monopolized the market. He often shadow bans me on so many levels. Like we were, we were the first app to have groups. So when you're in the tech space, you have to actually, when you're doing like um, testing, all the other apps can see. So it's like we literally had groups first. And I kid you not, Facebook came out with it two weeks later because they had the resources. We were still in the production phase. phase but since yeah. they have they have unlimited resources, unlimited developers, unlimited fine um, you know, funding. Financing. Yeah. And financing, they were able to get it out like that. Yeah, and they Where, can steal your ideas. They can go they could they could send somebody and you know to spy on you and just jack exactly. everything you're doing. It's not impossible. You know what I mean? You know? No. It's crazy. It's definitely not impossible when they control everything. So like everything mm-hmm. I'm doing on my phone. They can see it anyway. So then I put it on the tech space. They definitely can see it. But get this. I can't advertise on their site, but they can advertise on mine. That is crazy. And I was just like, that's crazy. You will see their ads on my my app. 
on the Wujabi <laughs> app all the time. <laughs> oh my God. That must drive so, you crazy, huh? It does. It's like you already have <laughs> 2.1 million people. Why do you yeah. need more? Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's never, they're never, it's never enough. So they'll go out and buy, like they bought IG, they bought WhatsApp, they tried to buy Snapchat, but whatever you can't buy, they'll just take it. Yeah. So TikTok wouldn't sell, so you take mm-hmm. it and make it real. Snapchat wouldn't sell, so you take their filters and their stories. Yeah. That's the hard reality of it. And as a, as being a minority owned app, it's really hard. We you don't get any funding because it's like, well, how do you make money from it? And it's like, well, if the more people that join, then sponsors will come. But it's just getting out of the shadow of other other apps. And people just don't know because people are so conditioned to go where it's popular, where someone made it popular, rather than someplace where it can actually, they can become popular on there because it's new and just build it up that way. You want to follow the crowd. So. Well, Nick Jam, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, though, sister. What you're doing is incredibly unique, though, because, you know, you got people on here like, you know, I suffer from alcoholism, right? Like I've suffered from that. I'm, you know, I fight that, and like, you know, and sometimes it's it's just hard to me co- to connect with with, with uh, the you know the opposite sex because not nobody wants to deal with the demons that that come with alcoholism. Like nobody wants to deal. Like you know, you have people that are HIV survivors you, that are in these groups. You have people that are suffering from uh, multiple uh, different types of STIs. You have people that are suffering from you know injuries and deformities and things of that nature. And now you you get them now able to. To connect with one another that's absolutely you know first of all i didn't think that was possible i didn't think that people would want to go out there and actually put their business on front street because we live in an aesthetic universe right now with the social media like you mentioned before it's all about the highlights nobody wants to show you the lowlights but the fact that you're able to get people to 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 uh speak on such real topics is absolutely incredible i don't know how you were able to do it kudos to you well, thank you. You know, we actually have like um, alcohol support in Rose of no, Recovery. I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I did see because that. Because a lot of times you need a sober buddy to go places because yeah. other people are like, go ahead and drink yeah. this. You'd be like, no. <laughs> so, yeah, like, we, no, we just definitely. have that support. We just have to build up each demographic. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the great part about it is everyone can't see your stuff. Like, if you, if you are being vulnerable, no one can see that you have um, alcoholism or you have HIV or you have a TBI, except for those people you connect with who also have okay. that. Okay. I mean, like, they may, if you go into a different category, like, if you add more to your list that you want to be connected to, they may see it, but you can also make that invisible. So you will still go into those groups, but nobody would know. But you, you have to pick a group so that you can get matched with it. So, like, if you did pick sober support and you didn't want anyone else to know that was in your other demographic, you would just pick sober support and then put only, um, put it to, like, private. But it'll still match you to all those people in sober support. So you know that you're in a, you know you're getting support from sober people because that's what you will see. But the rest of us wouldn't see it. Wow, that's absolutely incredible. Now, you were mentioning about the funding and, you know, the technological aspect. How difficult is that? Are you working? Uh, you know, first of all, who developed the app for you, you know? Um, I have a team overseas that develops okay. the app for me. Um, I Did work you find them through jobs. Fiverr or something like of that nature? How did you find these people? No, no, not through Fiverr. Um, okay. They actually have a company here in the States. Okay. But they work in the states and they work overseas as well. They they're located in Las Las Vegas. Um, they help me with a lot of stuff. Um, most of the designs and ideas is always from me. They just do most of the coding. So I have them. I work three jobs, three to five jobs, just to finance the app and keep it up to date and keep everything like maintenance. Um. I have tried fundraising, but it's really hard when you don't know big names. Like, it's all about 
I did talk to this millionaire and he told me, he's like, your app is absolutely phenomenal and it's going to change the world. But it's all about who you know and not what you know. Because he said, a person of status who the world consider of status, they can sell you garbage and you'll buy it because of the person who's telling you to buy it. So that's our bigger, biggest dilemma now is really trying to let people see us because people always say, oh, I believe in you and this is amazing. And it's like, okay, where's your support? Like, we don't, we don't need your money as much as we need your support to like share it, to, to show it, to show up when nobody else shows up, to show up even though you don't get views and followers, to show up because you want to, to post. So that's all we ask. And um, it, it's been really challenging. It's been many days I wanted to give up because it's like. It's not I'll, easy, man. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's definitely <laughs> not easy. I understand that marketing aspect of it, you know, it, but you got to be patient. I always tell myself every day when I wake up in the morning, you never know. Today might be the day, but we got to be patient. And here at the Angel of Words podcast, we'll do everything that we can with all, you know, with, with our contacts to try to make, you know, to try to build awareness for what you're doing, man. And that's, you know, because that's essentially what I'm here for, man, to help everybody out here in American society that's trying to, you know, do big things, uh, you know, try to help them spread that word out, man. So, you know, thank you for coming on and telling us about about the app, you know. What would you say to anyone right now that's listening? And right now we're talking to Ms. Nick J, the founder of the Wujabi social media app, which is it's going to change the face of the way that we deal with one another on a more substantial level. What would you tell to anyone right now that is listening why they should want to invest in this app and so, and support you financially and 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 you know and believe in you? Well, you, you want to invest in this app because you're not only helping helping me with funding, you're helping so many people come outside of their comfort zones, deal with their demons, take life by the, like, I guess, like the neck and just, and just live. I mean, you're going to change so many lives. It's no different than donating to a cancer foundation or to a sickle cell foundation or to, like, gun violence survivor like you're helping people heal and there's nothing more satisfying than that like you're you're actually it's like a purpose like you're you're giving to a purpose and you're gonna help so many people who thought that they were alone know that they're not and they're gonna find themselves and go on this beautiful journey whether it's a fitness journey or whether it's a road to recovery, you're going to change. You have the ability to help change the world as we know it, to change social media, the social media narrative as we know it. So that's what I would say. Like, Wow. <laughs> the way you just phrased that, this change the social media narrative, do you think that's possible? Um, I think it's anything is possible okay. i think it's possible because eventually people are sad man people are depressed i can't tell you how many people are on social media and it consumes their lives like um trying to keep up with posting constantly new new content just your self-esteem and people are going to want something real you're going to want something that's more authentic and more that makes them feel more like a whole person rather than an empty shell that's just doing stuff for the masses and doing stuff for life. Who's helping you track your analytics? Um, the, the developers help track the analytics okay. according to, and I can also see it. So, okay. So, you're, you're, I mean, I would imagine you're on that all day monitoring where everybody... What's the most engaging content that you have thus far? Um, Probably journals and the witchy, the witchy uh, aspect of the app. What I mean by witchy is like spiritual, like Oh, killers. like the tarot cards and stuff like that? Tarot cards, crystals, 
Um, nice. I did a crystal healing episode, actually. So oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay yeah. on the lookout for that, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's one of our big demographics. And, yeah. and also bipolar disorder is huge okay. on there. Um, as well as just people posting their business. That's, a, that's another huge thing. A lot of people come on there and they post whatever their business is selling or their brand. Journaling is a big deal. I didn't know how, how, how big journaling was now. It's great that you get you actually have an app that pr- helps people do that because I wouldn't even know where to go to journal, you know? For journaling aspects, like I basically, you know, I call my cousin every day and we have like three-hour conversations. But, you know, I am a writer by by trade and it's like I wish that there was some places where I could write and people wouldn't, I wouldn't feel judged, you know, by what it is that I'm writing about. Well, that's definitely like, a big aspect of our app is the journaling part because like you'll know that we saw it because we can react but we cannot write on it like this it's the one place in the app where we cannot respond and i decided to keep it that way because i didn't want you to to skew your um your writing according to what people say i wanted you to be completely authentic to and true to yourself when you're writing and so what, why we did the journaling aspect of it was because we realized how powerful it is, like how powerful journaling really is. And it's like, it's so motivating and so inspiring and so uplifting when you can see like where you were a year ago, you're no longer there and you have records. But the part on our journaling is like, you can journal via audio, you can journal via video, or you can journal via like just written text, you know. And we got that aspect from seeing the guy from Baywatch. Uh, I think David his name Hasselhoff was it? or the old, or Zac yeah. Efron. Yeah, D- David Hasselhoff. Oh, okay. When he he didn't want to change his um he didn't want to change his like life being a you know an alcoholic until he saw his video diary. So until his his family was videotaping him, he didn't believe it until he actually was able to see how he was acting on video. That's when he wanted to wake up. So I was like, you know, how inspiring would that be if we can like add journaling, but just take it a step further and you can keep it. You can make it public or private. How often do people get to actually read your diary? Not often. But if you don't want us to, you can put it on private and just keep that each entry. I'm not talking about the whole thing, but each individual entry that you enter, you can actually make public or private. So that was really a really, really one of the really dope features on there as well. Can you direct message someone and, and, and try to spark a conversation over what they wrote? If you if, yeah. if you're feeling where they're coming from? Oh, we do that all the time. So, like, if we read a journal, like, we had two people that were suicidal. Mm-hmm. And um, we we read their their um, their journal, and we went into their DMs and showed support that way. We also had people that were going through breakups. Oh, I forgot to mention, when you asked me about the demographic, which one was the biggest, breakup was huge. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to mention that because, like, yeah. a lot of people didn't know that. Breakups is a mental, is a mental health issue. You go through the same five stages of grief. So a lot of people, we help seventeen men and women get over their breakup because every time they wanted to call their ex or they thought they were dying and they couldn't get out of bed and you know they were depressed, we was there as a family. So that was also a huge a huge thing. Really? Like you, so you got on the app and you guys were communicating with the person that was dealing with the depression of the breakup? Yes. That was our, wow. that's the biggest one is breakup because like a lot of times breakups will have you not wanting to eat or eating too much, not wanting to go out or going out too much. Like there's a lot of mental health and wellness that goes into breakups that people just don't understand. A lot of people commit suicide. I mean, not a lot of people, but some people do commit suicide from the breakup or feel like they want to. And so we really focused on helping them through and by sharing stories and, you know, different affirmations and 
even me just to lighten the mood. Yeah. So yeah, we help with that, and it's just it's just an array of things that is on the app. It's just more personal. I call it the it's like IG but raw and intimate at the raw same time. G, you know, <laughs> woo Javi. Yeah, woo Javi. Wrong. Oh my god! No, but I'm glad you got the breakup thing because look at what happened to your friend in the massacre. The guy was the you know depressed and angry that the lady left him and went and killed a whole bunch of people for no reason. Exactly. You know what I mean? You have to you know you have to have a form where people are like, yo, bro, like you know, chill. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all right. It happens to us. Like we're here for you. Let's try to move on. Let's try to mend these fences. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you know, and I appreciate that too because you know, look, I've been. I, I've, I've broken up with people before and they've broken up with me. And, it, you know, it sometimes it hits you chemically. You're more upset more mm-hmm. often and, you know, in some cases more than others. You know what I'm saying? But people need to realize that it's a good it's good for first of all, it's good that you have this platform because sometimes people need to realize that, yo, this person probably wasn't good for you. Right. You know, and vice versa. Maybe you weren't good for that person just because you want something doesn't mean you should have it. You know, and I and I honestly think that's one of the biggest issues in breakups is that we want, we want, we want, but we forget that, you know, other person has th- their own feelings and their own outlook on things. And, you know, sometimes those things don't click. And unfortunately, exactly. you can't go around being angry and ashamed and, and feeling, you know, sorry for yourself because we're out here for you, man. You'll meet somebody that you can click with even more down the line. Thanks to Wujabi and your app. Exactly. How does that make you feel to create something of that nature? It, it made me feel good. Uh, I think we prevented a lot of windows from being smashed out. Believe me. Yo, I'm telling I, you, we need that. Because, uh, uh, you know, your friends, what people, they were saying, okay, this is a prime example that the users give me. It was like, mm-hmm. they're selfish with Ujavi. I'm like, you guys need to tell other people. They was like, no, because we already made that mistake of all our friends and family are on every other social app that we own. We have no sacred place to go. And I didn't realize that. I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. But it's true. They was like, this is the place where we can talk about those family members and friends. And they won't know. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. It does make sense now. Because if you think about it, all of our friends or family are on every other social app that we have. And they said they just wanted this to be for them. So I was like, why aren't you guys sharing? Like, share, share, share. And they're like, we just want it for us. <laughs> So I was like, you're so selfish, but I get it. But yeah, breakup was huge. And we saved a lot of cars from being vandalized and a lot of break-ins and all that jazz. Just by calming people down and helping them think and know their self-worth and giving them their confidence back. Because that's what you lose a lot of times in breakup. You lose your self-confidence and you want what you can't have. That's us as a people. You always want what you can't have. Yeah. And, so, you know, some people need to be nurtured more than others, man. It's, you know, it's unfortunate. You know, not everybody's thick-skinned. You know what I'm saying? You know? Oh, believe me. We know. We had this one person who we literally took shifts comforting because she would just cry all day and post all day, like, her sad pictures and her shirts and all this. And we was there for her. Somebody was there. Even if it wasn't the same person, somebody was there to help her cope through it. And eventually, people got over it. People started going into different demographics and moved on. And you have the hotlines there, too, in case you're going through any domestic violence abuse or uh, child abuse or um, suicidal uh, thoughts. You you actually you post the actual hotlines that you can call just in case, you know, the app, you know, is it, or nobody's engaging with them on the app. You have the phone numbers on there. I, I saw. Yep, I have the phone numbers on there for um, abuse. I have like um, even down in like interest. For people that's missing um, those families, because you you have no clue what what they're going through. It's different if your child or your family member actually died, but to have them missing and you have no closure, I have an area a dim, uh, an area for them as well, as well as people that's in foster care, because that's another demographic that you have no idea what they go through. So. We really just want to connect people 
And as we get people in each demographic, it'll just grow and grow and grow. And it'll really help change you spiritually so that you can do so much more physically. I mean, it's fa- I mean, it's fantastic. And, you know, another theme here on the Angel of Words podcast is investing in yourself. Right. When you have these ideas, don't be afraid to to, you know, penny pinch and and use the money that you're saving to to, you know, actually go out there and fund your own your own, you know, your own vision. Like, you know, how, how much money do you think you've spent like over the, the, the how long has Vujabi been going? How long has Vujabi been up? When was it established? Um. It was originally established in like 2017. That's just when we got the name. Got you. Um, but we ended up getting completely robbed by somebody that we knew who was building the site. But it was actually the best thing that could have happened to us. Um, he ran off with our money because he he was a uh, he was into tech and he was like, you know, support minorities you know, work people in tech. So that's what we did. And he ended up running off with our money. So, well, with my money. And I had to start out, I had to start all over again. Like I had to start saving all over again. And that's when we found the developers that we're working with now. And I, I, I spent probably so much of my life saving, but I just thought that it was, it was a purpose. and. When you're doing the work that you're called to do, it'll pay off. Oh, no, I agree 1,000%. And and look at that. Look at the trials and the tribulations that you've been through. You were robbed and didn't quit. Look, you even said it with a smile on your face. Like, it it doesn't even phase you anymore, man. Kudos to you. Not a lot of people have that kind of resiliency and wherewithal, you know? And you need that when you're, when you're, you know, when you're starting a business and it's good to see that, that, that didn't stop your vision from, from coming to fruition, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wow. didn't stop. It just made me push harder. You have to overcome, overcome, overcome ro- roadblocks and just use them as stepping stones to build your, your empire, you know? Wow, man. And, and now uh, in terms of the uh, like the, getting the actual app on this, the app stores, on uh, you know, that are available for whatever, you know, uh, uh, software you're using for your for your smartphone. Is that a, is that a tedious process itself to get it on the app store? Yes, because each app <laughs> makes you go through a, a lot of. Did like, you, you describe them a little bit? Because you know, a lot of people will like, oh, I have an idea for an app, and every you know, you're talking with your friends, you know, you're a little tipsy. Everybody has an idea for an app, and I'm like, oh, bro, just getting an app out there is not easy. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? It depends on on the app. Mm-hmm. Social apps okay. is like super hard because you have to okay. have so many protocols for so many different, mm-hmm. um, so many different things. So. Uh, one of the biggest thing was like Apple was really hard on us. You had to have a block feature. And it was like the block feature cost so much money. But they would not let us post our app in the app store until we got it. So Oh my god. Thousands of dollars. We're talking about ten thousands of dollars. Like how much money yeah. does it cost for a block feature? That's crazy. Thousands. Thousands wow. of dollars. That's why I was trying not to put it on there. <laughs> but <laughs> They was like, no, if you have an app feature, you need to have a block because people get harassed and we can't yeah. let it go. So, yeah, that was that was a big one. So wow. it, 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 it's hard. And, you know, it wouldn't be as hard in the app world if, A, you weren't, I'm going to say it, if, A, you weren't a minority, and you had support from Silicon Valley. That's the honest truth. If you weren't a minority app who really don't get support from other minority people because you can't you can't necessarily afford the bells and whistles that you see in other apps right now without the support. Whereas other apps can come out like this and they already have all the bells and whistles because a lot of them are owned by people that are heiress people that just have money and it was like, you know what? I just want an app. Give me an app. So like I try to tell people, you have to really grow with us. If you know where other apps started from, 
we don't get that learning curve. You know how Facebook was just a status, basically. That's all you can yeah. post. And IG was just pictures. When you're a minority in tech, you don't get to start where you actually can afford to start. You have to start up here just to keep people interested. However, if another app comes out that's really basic because they know the right people, they get to start where they're from. Because, like, there's a lot of apps that are simple. Simple. And I'll, I'll, I'll say, like, Clubhouse, very simple. Very simple to build. So, stop it. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, my dog is no, in the no, background going crazy. No, no, I see him. I see him. A cute little dog. What is that? A poodle? <laughs> Looks like a poodle from over here. Um, yeah, no, I mean, but have you ever tried? To, I mean, I would imagine the answer to this question is yes. But you know, to try to uh, reach out to um, to uh, you know people such as like a Le- LeBron James who actually has foundations and things that are catered to these type of situations. How do I reach him though? How everyone tells me to go get an influencer, correct? Every person who's an influencer tells me that I need an influencer. How do you reach those people that have the foundation, who have the money? I even reached out to Taraji, Tyler Perry. I cannot get to them. We don't really know a way to reach these people at this status. Because we hear all the time that they want to help, they want to help. But how do we get to them? Got you. Have you done conventions as well, like the tech conventions? Have you gone to any of those? No, I, it's supposed to be an Afro tech convention. Yeah. Down. I what about Circle of Sisters? You ever heard of that? Circle of Sisters. Yes, it, it, it's for it, it's for African American. Well, mainly for African American entrepreneurs. They do a convention out here in New York. I, I think they do it in other states as well, where we, they all get together for a weekend and showcase their brands. And what they're doing. No, I, I actually haven't heard of that. I'll write it down though. Circles of Sisters. We also have like a Woo merch. We have some really cool merchandise on our app as well. That is pretty. We've been trying Where'd to. Where'd that name come day. from, Wujabi, by the way? Oh, Wujabi came from a. You, you remember the movie Bat Boys? And he was like, Woo like saying woo is so liberating when you just say it it's like woo. it's like you're releasing all that stress and tension and then the javi part came from my son one my oldest son's first two letters of his name and my youngest son last two letters of his name and you got woo job well, and so, you're a mom doing all this so you're working the 24 7 you're a mom you're creating apps. You got a whole team you're running up with a magic of this. You can't do this on your own, especially no. if you, you know, what I mean? like, <laughs> how do you balance the, the work life and the mom life, man? How is it difficult for you? It's, it's actually very difficult. I do have a team that makes it a lot easier. Shout out to Delane and um, Clivia and Akia and my developers. But yeah, it's not easy. Um, I, I don't actually know how I do it. I couldn't even tell you. I just wake up with so much gratitude and I just, no matter what I'm going through, I say this this is just my purpose and it has to be done. So. Yeah, I hear you. Well, and you know, you were right. I mean, I, I agree with you about the influencer situation, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I've actually, you know, tried to reach out to, you know, a, a lot of people and, you know, and a lot of them, you know, I, I was able to get in contact to, with a couple, but a lot of people, you, you know, the, the, uh, you know, if it's if they're not seeing anything monetarily right away, it's kind of hard to get them to to get on board with what it is you're doing with with promises in the future. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, they really got to believe in what you're doing. So, I mean, I get it. I know it's not, it's not easy out there. Or you have to have fat pockets, like they told me. Like, mm-hmm. I was talking to one influencer. Well, he's not an influencer, but he gets influencers. Mm-hmm. And he was like, money talks. He was like, if yeah. you pay them, they'll come. And I was like, well, I can't pay them right now. Yeah. So... Yeah, because yeah, you're developing we, the technology. You need to make sure that's on, on point because if there's no app, you know, there's no app, there's, you know, there's nothing. You know, that's, you know, that's the most important thing I would imagine for you is to make sure the app continues to run properly. 
you know, right. how, as properly as you can, ha- you know, you want it to run. Wow. That's crazy. So we're, we're, we have features ready to go. It's mm-hmm. just that, that are monetary, like that will mm-hmm. actually bring revenue. But we're mm-hmm. not going to, I'm not going to spend more money creating that until I have the people to do that for us. Gotcha. The people will actually use it. So like we have mm-hmm. features just ready. Once I say, let's go, it's ready to be put on it. Okay. Now, do you worry about the, the the legalities of an app like that? You know, because you are dealing with people that are, you know, some may be coming from a background of emotional un- instability. You know, is this something you worry about? Is this something that you don't have to worry about? I, I don't worry about it because I put it in your privacy agreement. So Got you. if you do Got do you. something, we're covered. Okay. Like we, we do not tolerate pornography of any kind or child okay. or nothing like that. So, like, people should read their privacy agreement. <laughs> a lot of people don't. <laughs> but it's in your privacy agreement. That's because that thing is like, that's like, she's like reading Moby Dick, man. <laughs> it's like 10, 10 pages. pages long, small print. <laughs> <laughs> No. But the, I read it, but my thing is like you you're not gonna be able to use the app even if even if you don't agree with some of the things anyway. Exactly. So, yeah, what's the point? <laughs> that, was like, that, that was the whole point. <laughs> like Yo, oh, well, that's crazy. You yeah. agree or not. Yeah. yeah, but it's like we have that pro like in place for protocol and all right, so you're protected. Uh, yeah, but the one thing that's that's great about our app that's different than other apps, we do not sell your information. Mm. So you probably won't, we don't sell your information to, um, to other people. Yeah, to advertisers and, that's, and whatnot. That's how people get paid. Like a lot of the apps, that's how they make their money is selling information of mm-hmm. their users. Okay. So, no, we don't use that. If we did that, we'd probably be rich by now, to be honest. But we don't. My thing is, why, 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 you, why did you choose not to do it? Because I, I just wanted people to have a freedom a place where they weren't like, because everyone knows on those apps that your stuff is being sold and they, they don't like it, but they just use it because the app is popular. You know, that's their way of communication to the world. That's their entertainment, but they don't necessarily, they can't really stand it when their information is being sold. And we want Ujava to be more authentic. So it's like, we're not driven by the money. We're driven by the purpose. Now, have has anybody uh you know uh connected and gotten married on your app yet or things of that nature? No. <laughs> Any cool not stories, not, you know, on that end, you know? <laughs> not that I know of, but one of the girls okay. that like was going through a breakup, she got her mm-hmm. confidence back and she started posting and now she's out there with rappers. So I guess I guess we helped oh. in that way. I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> and she's living her best mean? life. That's what, <laughs> that's what that means. She's out there with rappers living her best yeah. life. She yeah. is happy. She's more happy than she ever been. I guess it, it depends on what kind of rappers. You know, the J, there's, you have your J. Coles and then you have... Yeah. I, I don't know. Little, little boozies, Look, you know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't judge. <laughs> I don't judge. Yeah. I just let her do her yeah. thing. Well, there you go. The Wijabi's not about the judgment. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You're right about that. Yeah. That, Look, you stay true. That's one of our taglines. No filter needed. Be unapologetically you. Nice. And that's the tagline. Mm-hmm. Now, who developed the artwork, actually, for Wujabi? Um, it was a team that volunteered, actually. We actually mm-hmm. went through a brand change. Um... We used to be an I with a key. And I, I really love that app. I mean, not the app. I really love that. Um, that logo really meant a lot to me. But they said that people kept thinking on the app store that it was a beauty um, app instead. So that's why we changed it. It was a group of women from Media Bridge who did the artwork for the logo. Nice. They that's volunteered nice. their time because they really believed in the mission. And that's how we got that. Wow, man. This is a lot of bells and whistles, man, that, that goes into building an application. It's insane. Wow. Now, you know, we've reached a point in the podcast, Miss Nick J, that's time to play Five Words with Angel. 
All right, now on Five Words with Angel, I'm going to give you word fra- a word or phrase or question. You're going to give me the first thought that comes to your head. You okay. ready? I'm ready. All right. The first phrase is gun violence. With only using five words. No, no, you could use how many words you want. Give me your whole thought, whatever comes to your head. What do you think about when you think about gun violence? Uh, systemic, um, minority, um, um, uh, let's see, survivors, um, tra- traumatizing, PTSD, Chicago, my hometown, we're hurting. Oh, man. Wow. What was it like growing up there? Oh, man. Um, I grew up. I mean, because, you know, you hear these things. I don't know, you know, unless I speak to people that actually are from there. You know, it's, like, it's hard for me to read. I, I, I like to listen, read the local papers and get more information from there and local situations. But, you know, I don't know too many people that live in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, is it really as bad as what, I'm, what, what everybody's portraying it out to be and what the statistics say? There, There's a genocide. And there's a genocide and gentrification going on in Chicago. And no one is helping us because it's just black and brown people killing each other. But however, if this was occurring somewhere else in the world, we would be over there so fast. And we have been with the National Guard, with um, the military, trying to tell them that you cannot kill your own citizens. But in Chicago, nobody cares. It's like it's just ruthless people killing themselves. And if you're not if you're not affected by the killings and the murders, you're affected by the incarceration rate. So it's like you lose them regardless. You lose their life or you lose their life. Either way, they're not in society. How do they have so much access to guns? Are they coming in from Indiana? Like, what's going on? I mean, I just don't get it because you have strict gun laws. It's just so, you know... Uh, you know, some, some people, people call me naive out, people, you know what I mean, this, that, and the third. But I'm like, yo, I just, I wonder, you know what I'm saying? I wonder because, you know, I came from New York, where, you know, and our gun violence has gone, has gone up, and they just changed the law the other day, which is like, you, now if you get caught with a gun, and it, not even that, they're going to start stopping and frisking people because of that, because of the gun violence situation going on. Um, you know, it's just so crazy. Where, where, you, where do you think it comes from? A lot of times, it's crazy. Um, it's crepes that get dropped off in, in the ghetto. Crepes and drugs and nobody claims it. The person come out in the alley, sees it, they get it. Then you get caught with it, go to jail. The crepes with those same guns are right back on the street. It's all wow. bait. D- disconcerting, man. Disconcerting. Well, we're going to move on to the second word. Okay. All right. The second, the second phrase on five words with Angel is... Boss lady. What do you think about when you boss think about boss lady? lady? <laughs> I think about like a crown, like a, a queen, a person on their stuff financially, mentally, physically, wealthy, um, happiness, not taking any type of disrespect, not being subordinate. Being outspoken, taking charge. All right, all right. Now, the third word on five words with Angel is Silicon Valley. What do you think about when you think about Silicon Valley? Uh, <laughs> saturated, <laughs> unjust. Uh, yeah. Um, a hidden agenda, ulterior motive, wealth. Do you get scared when you say these things? Like, you know what I mean? Do you get scared they're going to come for you, try to steal your, your app? No, they don't. They don't. They already stole stuff from my app. So, I mean, they already blocked me. What else could they possibly do? They know that they run the world. They're not They're not worried about me. I'm just a little little app just trying to make it. They're, they're after bigger fishes right now. They took what they wanted from me and... They block or limit my views, and that's about it. They'll be back maybe in a couple of years when it's, like, at its full potential. Don't worry. Hopefully, you know, nothing nothing will happen, and you'll surpass all those people. That'll be great. Yes. Yes, yes. Now, the uh, fourth phrase on five words with Angel is 
Uh, okay, here we go. Is there a topic on the Wujabi app that you journal about? Um, breakup. Breakups. Okay. okay. Yeah. Are you currently that's, that's, in a breakup phase? Um, I went through a breakup, which I spoke about on my on the website. Like, it was very traumatic. Yeah, I actually um, saw that video actually in the other two. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It it was very traumatic. Like mm. people just don't understand. And it's amazing how another person can affect your life that much and put you somewhere that that's not who you are. Lose your character. So yeah. It was definitely breakup for me. All right. Well, now the fifth and final word on five words with Angel is the future of Wujavi. What do you think about when you think about the future of Wujavi? Sky has no limit. Um, Purpose, fulfillment, um, journey, success, bliss, um, diversity, Overcoming adversity. Brilliant. Abundance and prosperity. Now, right now, folks, we're speaking when that was the end of Five Words with Angel. And right now we're speaking to Miss Nick J, the founder of the Wujavi app. One of uh, one of less than one percent of african-american women in the tech space you are bold you are brave you are breaking down boundaries boundaries being a pioneer what would you have to say to any young girl out there that is looking at you right now and listening to you right now about their future in this space do not believe in the world believe in yourself Always stay true to who you are and do the unthinkable. And if you tell people your dreams and they don't last, then you're not dreaming hard enough. Now, also, before we end the podcast, Miss Nick J, pitch, baby, pitch to us as to why we need to support Wujavi, either financially, with sharing, give us that one final burst of inspiration as to why we should believe in your brand. Well, you should support Wujavi because Wujavi is not just a social app. It's a movement. It is something that is profound and has not been done before. It's something the world needs because we're all trying to heal. It it is something that you need to add that will add value to your lives and to so many other people's lives. It is defiant. It is going against the grain and making a difference and becoming the the version of you, your best version that you want to see while doing that, helping other people become the best versions of themselves as well. So please help and support, whether that's financially or whether that's just supporting by sharing and posting. We cannot do this without you. Now, where can we find the app? Where can we find it? Where can we find it? Where can we find everything? Everything Wujavi. You can find Wujavi um, at W-O-O. J-A-V-I dot com. You can also find it on Apple Store and the Play Store. Um, yeah, you can also find our merch on Wujabi.com as well. So check us out. All right, Miss Nick J, is there anything else we need to know? No, because you should already be downloading Wujabi. So that's it. There we go. <laughs> Everyone, that was Mick Nick J, uh, the founder of the Wujavi app. Uh, 
folks. Don't forget to click on that notification bell. Subscribe to the channel, Angel of Words ENT. You could also, uh, you know, find us on all the podcast platforms that are out there for the exclusive merchandise and all the exclusive content. Go to AOWENT.com. If you want to know what I'm up to on my social media platforms, they are all, all at A at Angel of Words ENT. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. We'll talk to you later.